Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we are featuring St. Raphael School in Morningside, and earlier this year an unusual letter from Bishop David Zubik was read at all the weekend masses at St. Raphael Parish in Pittsburgh's Morningside neighborhood. Their grade school, which was founded back in 1915, would stay open for the upcoming school year. Falling enrollment and rising debt had threatened the future of St. Raphael School, but families and parishioners, alumni, and community members pulled together to raise more than a quarter million dollars in donations and pledges. St. Raphael School, where the late great Gene Kelly graduated from back in 1925, is now registering new students for the fall school year. Here to talk about their Christ-centered classes, fundraising drive, promotional campaigns, are Angela Mancini, she is the principal of St. Raphael's, and Joan Bonifate, uh, president of the School Advisory Board. Angela and Joe, welcome this morning on this Mother's Day to Catholic Education Plus. Thank, Thank you. you. And happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers out there listening uh, this morning. Angela, you raised more than $250,000 in just a few weeks, uh, which has surprised a lot of people. And there's another challenge gift on the table. First, tell our listeners how you kept the doors open uh, to St. Raphael School when the future didn't look so bright just a few months ago. It was a combined effort of a group of very dedicated people. We had a joint meeting of the St. Raphael Pastoral and Finance Councils and the parent-teacher group. We brainstormed fundraising ideas and decided to send letters to parents, parishioners, and alumni alerting them that we needed to raise money in just a short period of time. We then organized a spaghetti dinner, and right away we started receiving donations on a daily basis, and within a few weeks we raised over $90,000. And then our story was featured on a lot of news stations, Mm -hmm. and right before our deadline to raise the money, we received a call from an anonymous donor who was willing to donate the additional money we needed to reach our goal. I saw the, a lot of news coverage mm-hmm. in the paper and also on the uh, TV stations, on the radio. And it was just a big uh, community effort to, to keep the doors open. What is the Benefactor's Challenge gift? The Benefactor was so impressed with the dedication of our committee when we presented um, all of our ideas to him that he decided to offer us a challenge. And that mm. challenge was that if we could raise an additional $50,000, he would match that $50,000. Wow, that was really generous. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it happened, right? It um, Well, the gift came in, and, and he's still keeping the, the gift challenge open. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We're wow. trying to raise some more money to That's meet fantastic. that challenge. Wow, and it, it really surprised the parishioners, probably the parents and the students, and, and the whole Morningside community, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Joe, your three sons graduated from St. Raphael's a few years ago, but you're still involved uh, in the parish and the school. You now lead the school advisory council. Why did you stay engaged at St. Raphael's? Well, 
I was on the Pastoral Financial Council, mm. and we were uh, privy to some of the information that was going on with the school and felt like we had to step up and do something to help the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, we were not practicing Catholics before we started sending our children to the school. We viewed the school as affordable private school. Mm-hmm. We started sending our oldest there for kindergarten. One thing led to another, and it brought us back to our faith. And so I really personally see the value of having good Catholic education in our neighborhoods. So you grew up Catholic. You were Catholic in name only, but you credit your your children to bring you back to church, so to speak, and get you really involved in the school and the parish. And children can do that, and that's a fantastic uh, success story. So congratulations and welcome back home. And uh, kids can do that. They definitely can bring the parents back. And um, no, St. Raphael's has such a long history uh, of of being such a great community school uh, on Chislett Street there in Morningside. It's a wonderful community. Uh, I'm right next door uh, in the East End in Point Breeze in Wilkinsburg, so I'm your next-door neighbors uh, with the parish groupings. And it's just a tight-knit uh, community and a, a great uh, place to, to live and work. Would you agree, Angela? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's very community driven uh, the parishioners and St. Raphael's means so much to so many people. It's just a community center for everyone. The school brings people in, the church brings people in. So, in historic, famous alumni, yes. Gene Kelly, uh, singing, <laughs> singing in, in the, the rain. rain. And you named uh, what the auditorium after him? Yes, uh, our auditorium is the Gene Kelly Auditorium. So, there's some mementos mm-hmm. of, of him. He walked through those halls yes. many, many moons ago. That's great. Now, Joe, you're putting together a three year plan to increase enrollment. Uh, which includes helping families with tuition assistance. Uh, so you're looking ahead. Tell us, tell our listeners about what the three-year plan includes. Well, the tuition assistance program uh, really came from the drive. We have uh, a couple benefactors that have put money mm-hmm. into a program where people can apply for financial aid. We've had a few uh, parishioners approach me. In the neighborhood, just how can I help? I'd want to sponsor a student. I want to sponsor a program. And so we're pulling all those resources together, and we want to make sure that everyone in the area knows about these resources that are available for them. And we believe that will help us with the increasing enrollment. So you're not just thinking about just getting through uh, the 2019-2020 school year, but you're thinking ahead for a long-term future. Absolutely. That's very important Mm -hmm. to us. When we uh, started the Student Advisory Council, the vast majority of the people on council are parishioners that no longer have uh, children in the school like myself. And we sort of realized that we need to bridge the gap between the church community and the school community if we're going to help the school thrive, not just next year, but into the decades to come. Take ownership, right? It's not just the school parents... Um, supporting the school, but the parish and community as a whole, too. Yeah, right. Definitely. No, Angela, you came to St. Raphael School uh, last August after teaching in a public school district. What makes uh, St. Raphael such a special place uh, to be the principal? One of the teachers stated in one of our videos that it's not just a building, but it's a family. And St. Raphael truly is a family for everybody that's involved. On my first day when I got there, I was really nervous. How are people going to receive me and welcome me because I was an outsider, not from the area, not from the school. Um, but I I was received very well, mm. and everybody was very, very welcoming. Um, 
it truly is a parish community school. And a lot of our students' parents went to school there. Their grandparents went to school there. Their great-grandparents went to school there. So it's just an ongoing tradition in families in the community. I think that's important, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I've been a a pastor at several schools in our diocese, and there's always that nice tradition uh, that the, the children that are in the classrooms in the hallways now their parents went there and their grandparents and great grandparents so it's kind of like they want to keep the tradition going and um, a lot of families have that tight-knit ownership it's not just uh, a drive-through service I'm here for eight or nine years and then you never see me again and it's nice to have that such a family-centered oriented school right and parish and they come back for the fish fry and all the activities and events that we have too mm-hmm. to come and walk through the halls and share their memories with their families and say, I sat in this chair (laughs) or I was in school there. And there's a lot of good memories of that. Um, and, uh, teaching in, uh, in a public school system and now being a a principal in a Catholic school system, is it different? Do you see a difference in your day to day Because you're able to, on a daily basis, share Mm -hmm. your faith with the students and everything revolves around that. So whether it's an activity or a prayer or anything, you can always bring that back to centering it around your Catholic tradition and start the day with the prayer, Mm -hmm. middle day prayer prayer. before you go home and you can't get that in any other Mm -hmm. regular school. Yeah. Now, Joe, from your perspective as a former school parent, why is St. Raphael's school worth saving and strengthening for future generations? Well, for all the reasons that Angela was just speaking about. And it's a great school. It's a great community environment. But what we really see is we have a bright future. Mm. We're seeing strollers getting pushed up and down the streets. We're seeing a lot of young families come to the area. There's a lot of business in the area between Lawrenceville and Oakland, Shadyside, Bloomfield. And if you want to raise a family and you don't want to live in an apartment building, then you're you're attracted to neighborhoods like ours, especially because we have a nice Catholic school, and we're having young children screaming in the early mass every <laughs> Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, and it it just would it, we really want to make sure that they have the same opportunities to go to school in an environment that fosters Christian values. Yeah, and you were talking about how where you're located, Morningside, in the east end of the city of Pittsburgh, and seeing uh, Lawrenceville just booming and with children's hospital coming into that area just seeing the homes and young people moving in uh, bakery square right down the road and shady side uh, garfield bloomfield uh, and we're seeing that uh, in my area point breeze homewood wilkinsburg the whole penn avenue corridor is just it's changing new restaurants um and, and built new old those beautiful old homes are being rehabbed there's a lot of young people coming in especially drawing in them the strip district right down the road not too far away on liberty avenue um there's a right. lot of new energy and vibe in in the city neighborhoods yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of children that aren't quite school age yet, mm-hmm. but they're very close. And um, it would just be a real tragedy to see something happen to the school right when things are about to turn such a bright mm-hmm. corner. And that's that's uh, 
pretty much in around the whole city of Pittsburgh, there's a big vibe. And obviously, uh, the population has changed over the years, and Pittsburgh is different than it was back in the 50s and 60s when you had multiple parishes and schools, and um, the population obviously was different. But now Pittsburgh, in a new renaissance, as they call it, uh, definitely uh, different neighborhoods are changing, cleaning up. And uh, just moving back to the East End just at this past year uh, with my assignment in the in the East End, um, just a really neat area of the city of Pittsburgh uh, to live and worship and, and shop in. Would you agree, Joe? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And your kids are still in the area, too? They are. Okay. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus on this Mother's Day, and happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic Community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede in Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning we are featuring St. Raphael's School, in, located in the Morningside uh, area of the city of Pittsburgh, uh, my next-door neighbors. And with me is uh, Angela Mancini. She is the principal at St. Raphael's School. And Joe Bonifat, he is the president of the School Advisory Council at St. Raphael's. And Angela, um, can you talk a little bit about how faith and virtues are part of the fabric of the everyday school day at St. Raphael's? Yes, every morning we begin and end our day with a prayer plus a, a midday prayer. Uh, we also have a Kids for Jesus program mm-hmm. in which students are taught a virtue each month. For example, the month of April is joyful obedience. So what we do is we have an assembly at the beginning of the month where the older kids put on a skit for the younger ones. There's a song that goes along with it, and then the teachers throughout the month will reinforce that virtue in the classrooms and throughout the school day. Um, and then we also have the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, mm-hmm which happens weekly in our classrooms. Um, This is a Montessori-type method where the students are able to learn about their faith in an environment that helps them to develop the principles that are surrounded by their relationship with God. And it's really unique because everything is miniaturized for them, so they're able to interact with the altar and all of the the things that happen in the church. There's like little figurines yes, and things. Exactly. Yeah, almost like I remember when I was growing mm-hmm. up, I'm showing my age, weebles, <laughs> the little weebles right. that we used to have. And, yeah, there uh, are mini chalices, chalices and all of the things that are in the so church. So it's a more hands-on learning exactly. tool. Exactly. It's very interactive. Works. And usually the Montessori program uh, is in the religious ed programs, like uh, CCD Sunday School, but mm-hmm. you incorporate it into your curriculum yes. in, the, in the weekly program at St. Raphael School. Right, and not very many schools in the no, area do that, fantastic. so it's kind of a unique thing that we do at St. Raphael. And kids like to, to see the little miniature yes. people and the sheep and the lambs mm-hmm. and the chalice. Uh, I think uh, you learn more uh, with the figurines versus just reading right. from a book. And, yes. And being a, a communication major in college when I was at, at Clarion studying radio and broadcasting, I, I liked the hands-on things, too, about the, mm-hmm. the radio, the TV. And uh, that's how I would like to learn, too. So in, in the hands-on training, you get yes. more out of that, too. Yeah, they do. They absolutely that's do. That's fantastic. Now, Joe, Angela quotes uh, you saying, how many souls will be lost at St. Raphael School isn't here. What did you mean by that? Well, there's a couple things. Uh, one was just feeling the pulse of the parish. There was a lot of 
our members were very upset this past summer, um, as as they were Catholics all across the the, the diocese, mm-hmm. with the transition that we're going through, with uh, the uh, other items in the news, and there were a lot of people just pouring their heart and soul into the school for many years that I've really felt strongly, and I've heard from several of them that it, it might have been the the straw that broke the camel's mm-hmm. back, so to speak, and it may have been a final wedge between them and the church and the sacraments, and that was concerning. Uh, the other item, obviously, is what it means for the children. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, their families don't always take them to Mass every weekend. What we do, all the programs Angela was talking about, for many of them, unfortunately, that's the only exposure they get to the gospel, to the lessons of Jesus. Um, the time in church that they spend through the school is really important. So you, uh, they, you're focusing on, you think, the importance of Catholic education in general and the St. Raphael School of uh, teaching the faith, the Montessori program, going to church, it's important to pass on for future generations. Absolutely. Yeah, that they might not get that at home or uh, have a strong Catholic background, but they'll get it going to school. And the, and the parents are making, obviously, many sacrifices to send their, their kids for a, a wonderful Catholic education, and it's an investment. It is. Yeah. Now, Angela, at the heart of every uh, good school are its teachers, and your staff really is experienced. Can you tell our listeners about uh, the history of, of your yes. wonderful faculty? <laughs> I was reading uh, the background of it, yeah. and that's that's a wonderful background. The majority of our teachers have been there for at least 10 years or more, um, but we do have several who are actually alumni, and then they came back to mm. teach. And with those teachers, they have over 40 years' experience. Oh. And we have several that have been there for 30-plus years. Um, and a, a wise priest once told me that there's definitely a difference between a teacher and a Catholic school as opposed to a Catholic school teacher, and I think that's extremely important. And I think that our teachers do such a great job of showing their faith in everything that they do on a daily basis, and it really makes St. Raphael's a remarkable place to be. So these teachers who have been there for such a long tenure – uh, they're there because they want to be there. They're not there just to collect the paycheck. Exactly. It's not just a, um, a seven to three job. There, mm-hmm. There's an investment there. They're, that, they're so dedicated. Mm-hmm. They would do anything to help the school and to help the kids and to provide that faith-based education. And does, do the teachers have a good rapport with the, the parents oh, absolutely. on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they talk to them in the morning when they drop the kids off after school, when they come in for events. Yes, they have a good good relationship with the parents. And how are some of the parents involved in, in helping the faculty and, and the school with volunteering? Yeah, the, the parents are wonderful also. They are involved with the parent-teacher group. We have so many fundraising activities, and everybody just pitches in and helps. And recently we had some ask for volunteers to help clean up and do some painting and you know updating Spring at the cleaning. school. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of parents come out to help with that, as well as parishioners, too. We have a oh, great good. support from parishioners, mm-hmm. too. Now, Joe, obviously a lot of people care about the future of St. Raphael's School. How do you turn that kind of passion like you have uh, into new student registrations? I imagine that involves many prayers and a lot of hard work. Yeah, I wish I had the answer to Mm. that question for sure. Um, What's happened in the last several months, though, has really sparked a great interest and made more people aware, putting a spotlight on what Angela and the teachers are doing at our school has been very helpful. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we just need to continue that momentum. And we were talking in the break. Uh, you help out with the uh, the bazaar or the carnival too. Yeah. yeah. Every every summer we have a four day event on the school property, mm. and uh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, awesome to bring the whole community together. It ends with the Saint Rocco Festival. Oh, that's a big and, thing for especially the Italian community, <laughs> oh, which yeah. Morningside's really well known for. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Now, Angela, for parents uh, who are listening this morning who want to learn more about uh, St. Raphael School or perhaps take a tour, uh, what's the best way to reach you? They can call us at 412-661-3100, and anyone that answers would be able to give them information. Or they can visit our website, um, which is straphielpgh.org backslash school. Um, So they can do a search for us. They can look at our our YouTube channel, our Facebook page also, where they can get information about the school there as well. And now that we're in the middle of um, the month of May, we're coming into the home stretch of the school year, it's still a good time to to, to take a tour and uh, take a walk through the school. Oh, right? yeah. And anybody's welcome and- at any time mm-hmm. and can come in and see what's all the great things that are happening in our school. And even over the, the summer, too. Yes, it's not too absolutely. Late or come to visit us at the bazaar. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and people can see you know, the students, the faculty, the staff, and even the mm-hmm. parishioners uh, coming together, working hard uh, to support their school and support their parish. And I think it, it really supports the community too. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's, it's a big community event. It's a fun event too. So, yes. and lots of good things, uh, looking forward for the fall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're actually, we're having a spring bingo mm. too. So in the spring, and then we are in the fall, we have a lot of activities planned for we're probably going to be having another spaghetti dinner as well. So That's people, good. people love to come out to eat the food at St. Raphael's. <laughs> a lot of good food at, at the festival too, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah. Funnel cakes, cheese steak sandwiches, you name it. Oh, you're making it. me hungry. That's good. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Angela Machini and Joe Bonifat, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank, thank you. you very much. We'll be back in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring Mass Moe's in the Major Leagues. There's going to be a young adult night held over at PNC Park on Friday, May 31st. Our Pittsburgh Pirates will be taking on the San Diego Padres. It's also Zambelli Fireworks Night. The evening starts off at 5.30 p.m. with Mass at St. Mary Mercy Church on Stanwyck Street, followed by a wonderful dinner from Moe's Southwest Grill, and then head over to the ballpark for a 7.05 game at PNC Park. Tickets are only $25, which includes your dinner and tickets to the game. Again, that is on Friday, May 31st. Mass Moe's and the Major Leagues. Our Pittsburgh Pirates take on the San Diego Padres, and it's Zambelli Fireworks Night. You have Mass at St. Mary's, uh, a wonderful dinner from Moe's Southwest Grill, followed by the baseball game. And you can order tickets for only $25 and visit pghpriest.com. That's pghpriest.com. Includes your game, dinner, and tickets. So we'll see you there Friday, May 31st at PNC Park. See you over at the ballpark for Faith Night. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 6.30, right here on KDK Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, 
from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.